Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Deuteronomy chapter 13. And if I were to give this one a title, this is a it's a good one because it really is going to go in a couple different directions, but I would call it trust God above all else. Trust God above all else. Remember that Moses is warning them about things they aren't yet expecting or experiencing, but he knows they will. And so he's saying before it even happens, make sure you keep your trust in God. Even when what seem like good people try to move you in the wrong direction. We're going to get into all that in just a moment and see what it really maybe could apply to us today. But before we get to that, as always, make sure if you like what we're doing here, you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube video. You are listening on podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. It really does help. And leave us an actual review. That really helps us out a lot as well. And what I love, love, love is for all of you who are going and starting to like our Facebook group at Bible breakdown discussion, but I would love to get more interaction with you. Let me know how you are interacting with this. And I would love to know, here would be the question of the day, if you were to interact with me, what what was a time in your life, or tell me about a time in your life when you were enticed to do something you shouldn't. Now, it could be something big and Maybe you just want to use us as your life group, or maybe just something silly, like you know you were enticed to uh, go ask a girl on a date, or just whatever. Just just a time when you were kind of peer pressured into doing something, because that's going to bring into what we're talking about today, and kind of bring you up to speed with today. The book of Deuteronomy, the the word Deuteronomy is a Greek word, and it means second law, and that's what's happening. The greatest leader, other than Jesus, to ever live, you know, Solomon was the wisest, and Moses was the greatest, and he's about to die. He's not going to be able to go into the promised land, but he is cheering on the next generation. Can't wait to see what they're going to do and just, you know, saying, hey, do these things. If you'll trust and obey the Lord, man, you're going to, you're going to get there. It's going to be great. And so what he's doing is, is, you know, Deuteronomy is a series of sermons set out by Moses of him giving him the second law. And so he talked about the Ten Commandments and he talked about being faithful and all these different wonderful things. And now he is saying, okay, when you encounter this, do this. So he, he already knows. He's already seen. And for this young generation, a lot of this stuff they may they may have already experienced or their parents have. And so he's saying, hey, I've already been there. Let me tell you all about it. Now, it's true. There's some lessons you can only learn by experiencing them, right? But there's a lot of lessons that you can learn from other people. And that's what Moses is trying to do. What's going to happen today is... We're giving it a title, Trust God Above All Else, because in the first section, he's going to talk about what do you do if somebody comes along and says they're speaking for God, but they're not? How how do you know if they are or if they're not? You know, what do you do if someone tries to entice you to go in a different direction? What about something that's just like, what, what do you do? Well, I think the main thing that we have to do is to make sure we live by our values, live by our principles, not by pressure or not by emotion. Like emotion is great, but it makes a terrible leader because it changes his mind all the time. You ever you ever been out to eat with someone or, or you're going to go out to eat with someone and they can't seem to make up their mind on where they want to go? You know, I've got uh, someone very close to me who can't ever seem to make up their mind on where they want to go out to eat. And 
many times we have just ended up going home, you know, because we can't figure out where we want to go eat. And I can't say too much because I'm kind of the same way. Well, that's what emotions are like is one day they're really happy, then they're really sad, then they're really mad, then they're really just... So you can't live by your emotions or can't live by pressure. You have to live by principles or by your values. And so what Moses is going to say is make sure you put your trust in God above all else because these enticements or these different things are going to come. So let's let's read these and see if we can pull out some lessons for ourselves. And so if you have your, your NLT Bible ready... Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 says this, Suppose there are prophets among you or those who dream dreams about the future, and they promise you signs or miracles, and the predicted signs or miracles occur. If they say, come let us worship other gods, gods you have not known before, do not listen to them. The Lord your God is testing you to see if you truly love him with all your heart and soul. Serve only the Lord your God and fear him alone. Obey his commands, listen to his voice, and cling to him. The false prophets or visionaries who try to lead you astray must be put to death, for they encourage rebellion against the Lord your God, who redeemed you from slavery and brought you out of the land of Egypt. Since they tried to lead you astray from the way the Lord your God commanded you to live, you must put them to death. And in this way, you will purge the evil from among you. Now, pause for a moment because this one could be a little confusing. Because he says, if they actually tell you something's going to happen, and then it does, still wait and see where they point you. Because that's amazing. Because people that are leaders and people that even that are religious leaders, they can still get things wrong. And so he's saying, I don't care what they do. And I don't care where they go. Unless they point to me, don't go there. I don't care what, what kind of miracles they can do or anything. Always trust God above all else. That's what we have to make sure to do. Even if it gets a little weird. Always trust God above all else. Verse 6. Suppose someone secretly entices you, even your brother, your son, your daughter, or a beloved wife, or your closest friend, and says, let us go worship other gods. Gods that neither that you... Uh, gods that neither you or nor your ancestors have known. That was kind of hard to say. <laughs> they might suggest you worship the gods of peoples who live nearby, who come from the ends of the earth. But do not give in or listen. Have no pity and do not spare or protect them. You must put them to death. Strike the first, oh Lord, strike the first blow yourself. And then all your people must join in. Stone the guilty ones to death because they have tried to draw you away from the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt and place the place of slavery. Then all of Israel will hear about it and be afraid and no one will act so wickedly again. Uh, no, no, they won't. Now, it's important to realize God is not saying you have already done this. He's saying, don't let this happen. So, you know that what they were doing is they were saying, hey, 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 everybody, do not come tell me this because this is the consequence. So don't do this. So God's not saying this is what has happened many, many times before. It will happen again. At this point, this had not happened. Lord willing, it never did happen. But he's saying it doesn't even matter if the person sitting beside you right now, if you're, if you're listening to this in the car, Lord willing, you are looking at the road. It doesn't matter if it's the person who's in the car with you right now. 
If it's your coworker, nobody can be more important in your life than Jesus. And nobody should ever be able to pull you away from Jesus. And if they do, or they try to, man, you got to put some hard boundaries. That's a hard word, but it's a good one. Moses ain't done. Here you go. Verse 12. When you begin living in the towns the Lord your God is giving you, you may hear that scoundrels, isn't that a word we need to bring back? Scoundrels among you are leading their fellow citizens astray by saying, let us go worship other gods, gods you have not known before. In such cases, you must examine the facts carefully. If you find that the report is true and such detestable acts have been committed among you, you must attack that town. And completely destroy all its inhabitants as well as all the livestock. Then you must pile all the plunder in the middle of the open square and burn it. Burn the entire town as the burnt offering to the Lord your God. The town must remain a ruin forever and it may never be rebuilt. Keep none of the plunder that has been set apart for destruction. Then the Lord will turn from his fierce anger and be merciful to you. And he will have compassion on you and make you a large nation, just as he swore to your ancestors. The Lord your God will be merciful only if you listen to his voice and keep all his commands that I am giving you today. Doing that pleases, doing what pleases him. Now, real quick, why would they, why would God say don't rebuild the town? It's because then it would be a constant testament that this is what happens when you act a fool. (laughs) So the idea would be, Leave that there. So if anyone else has an idea, they look and go, okay, no, no, we're going to do something else, right? And so this is a hard word today. This is a hard chapter to get through. But notice, none of this has happened. God is giving a warning. It reminds me of when my my kids were little and it would be time for them to clean their rooms. And I would give them plenty of time to clean their rooms. And I would tell them, I have great designs for your evening. I want to take you and get you food. I want to take you to a playground. I want to get you ice cream. We're going to have the time of your life. I need you to clean your room, and I'm going to give you a great evening. However, if you don't clean your room, there's going to be punishment. You're not going to get all of those things. You're going to get grounded. You're, you know, All these bad things are going to happen. And I would look at them, and I would fold my hands And I would say, please, please just clean your room, make your bed, put up your few toys that are still out. It it will take you 10 minutes. And my hope was that they would take the right path. But I also told them about the negative path, hoping they wouldn't choose it. Deuteronomy chapter 13 is the negative path. (laughs) It is saying, if these things happen, this is what you must do because... Your relationship with God is the most important thing in your life. And notice what he's saying. It's more important than leaders you admire. It's more important than family. It's more important than your neighbor. Now, once again, we ain't going to go around killing nobody, even if they act in a fool. But we may have to separate ourselves from them if they try to take us away from the Lord. That's a hard word today, but it's a good one because here's the question, and this is the most obvious question as we get ready to end our time. Is there someone in your life that purposefully or not, you know they're trying to take you away from your relationship with God? Now, maybe they're doing that by trying to get you to not go to church on Sunday. 
not get you to go to life group. They're criticizing uh, the ministries of your local church. They're criticizing your pastor. They're criticizing Christianity in general. They're, they're criticizing something else. Something, whether on purpose or not, that is slowly causing you to look away from your Lord and to look away from your relationship with God. Here's two things you got to do. Number one, always pray. Always take it to God. God always makes everything better. <laughs> you know, it, you plus God is always a majority. Okay, take it to God. Number two, take the next step. And the next step likely is unless you feel like the Lord tells you not to do it and don't, don't use that as a cop out, but unless he says now's not the time by, by not giving you opportunity, what I would tell you is go have a conversation. Hey, I want to be close to you, but now it's a little different if it's your spouse you can't walk out on your spouse just because they don't like the fact you're going to church. That's when you really pray and you ask for God to open a door to have a conversation because nothing is more important than your relationship with God. If you're married and your your kids are trying to bring you away from God, you pray and ask for God to open doors to give you conversations. If you're married and it's your spouse, you pray and Pray for God to give you an open door to have a conversation. If it's friends, the same thing. But nothing is more important than your relationship with God. Now, last time I'm going to say this, I'm not saying you need to leave your spouse if they're not a Christian, but you may need to bring them to church with you. You may need to get in some counseling. You may need to, to start taking that more serious because nothing's more important than your relationship with God. Let me pray for us and we'll be done for today. Father, thank you so much that you are for us and not against us. Thank you that you love us more than we can understand. I pray you will help us to trust you above all else and to realize that trusting you always leads us in the right direction. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Deuteronomy chapter 30 says this, Today I have given you the choice between life and death. Choose life. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. I love you. I hope you choose life. I'll see you tomorrow for Deuteronomy chapter 14.